0: From Arcadia, California, The Carter Report presents the living word around the world.
1: Hello, friend. I'm John Carter. Welcome today to The Carter Report. We have an exciting program today because we have an exciting guest. His name is Alan Reinick. Alan is an attorney, and Alan does a tremendous work here in North America. He serves as the director of the Church State Council, and he's the president of the North American Religious Liberty Association West. We're delighted he's here today. We're going to be dealing with some of the great issues that concern your freedom. Stay with us. I wish you would come with me to a land of more than a billion souls all in need of hearing the Gospel of Christ. Did you know this, my friend? It is the duty of the Christian to take the Gospel of Christ to a lost world. And the lost world I'm talking about right now is India, land of millions and millions of pagan gods but more than a billion lost souls. India cries out for God. We are now back on India TV. We're broadcasting on prime time in India. We need your prayers. We need your support. Is it easy in India? No. It's the hardest place we have ever worked. Harder than Russia, harder than Russia. Harder than America, harder than America. Harder than Australia, harder than Australia. Because it is a land that's given over almost totally to demonism. Now I can tell you about those demons, I can tell you about the false gods, but what I want to tell you today is about the true God and the true God who told us go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. We're back in India. Yes, we're back in India, and by the grace of God, we're back in India to stay. We want you to come with us. We want you to pray for India. We want you to give for India and do it today. Please write to me. John Carter, Post Office Box, 1900, Thousand Oaks, California. Write to me at Terrigal in Australia. Email me, contact me, and say, yes, I'm going to stand with you in the preaching of the gospel to the lost souls of India. Thank you in Jesus' name, and God bless you. Alan, we're just delighted to have you with us today. It's my pleasure, John. And we're delighted to have this great audience that is watching around the world because we've got a great program for you today on liberty and your liberty threatened. Alan, tell me a little bit about your background, would you please?
0: Well, I was raised in a very secular uh, Jewish home in New York City. The great city. Uh, The city.
1: Yeah. (laughs) That's what people from New York say. We call it the city. Yeah, of course. (laughs) Absolutely.
0: I come from an old Wall Street family. My grandfather started a New York Stock Exchange brokerage firm way back when, uh, left New York in the summer of 1929, uh, saw
1: the crash Hmm. coming. A a Jewish family, a distinguished Jewish family. I have a tremendous empathy with the Jewish people. Uh, I love to tell people who are not always aware of this, you know, not everybody's aware of the fact that Jesus Christ was a Jew. And yeah. all of the disciples were Jews. And so when we get a, a Jewish gentleman from New York on our program, we are doubly blessed. Tell me about your spiritual journey. Well, you know, I read a lot
0: of history
1: uh, when I was young
0: in my preteen and teenage years. Mm-hmm. And I the history really inspired me to want to make a difference and to see uh, you know what was the meaning and purpose of my life and that led me to a to a spiritual journey i just uh, I was kind of an agnostic for a long time maybe even an atheist but somehow I just had to know who God was and and if he had a
1: plan for my life how did you go on this journey did you start reading or how did you start
0: you know i was I was pretty incompetent frankly I don't um, believe that because uh <laughs> You know, I mean, at one point I literally, I, I, I had done a lot of study and, and into uh, mystical experience, drug experience, religious experience, took a course, actually a, a university course um, devoted to that. Mm. But um, I finally one day stood up and shook my fist at the ceiling at God and I said, God, if you're there, how am I gonna find you? Yes, Where question. am I gonna go? What yes. mountain am I gonna climb? Yeah. What ocean am I gonna mm. cross? Mm. I, I didn't see that there was something you know some place I could go I really didn't know how to find him and I, I just kind of challenged him to reveal himself to me and a few months later I got a phone call from an old friend he mm. said uh, Alan you got to come out here and see me in Hawaii Have the truth of the universe To turn you
1: on to. Well, he was an amazing man. If he had the truth of the universe.
0: Well, you know, somehow, I mean, yeah, he was the kind of guy who could sell ice to the Eskimos. Yeah. But I was, you know, I was
1: impressed
0: that I needed to go see him, and And eventually. It's a
1: long way from Hawaii to uh, New York.
0: You know, well, I was in Arizona at the time in school, and Mm. you know. I've learned that the Lord really does work in mysterious ways and he doesn't fit into the boxes that we make for him. Very good. Uh, I needed $300 to buy a plane ticket, round trip ticket to go see my friend David in Hawaii. And the way I got my $300 to go hear the gospel of Jesus Christ for the very first time was gambling. (laughs) I played backgammon with my brother and I won $300. You know the hymn, God moves in a mysterious way, his wonders to perform. Uh, it, you know, I challenge you or our listeners to tell me that, you know, the God that you think of, the box you put in, him in, that he's going to help somebody win yeah. mm. at gambling mm. to go and buy a ticket to go hear the gospel. So God
1: is bigger than boxes. <laughs> he's He's very big. So you get out to Hawaii. He takes us where yeah.
0: we're at. Yeah, yes. That's very what he good. he
1: mm-hmm. He takes us where he finds us. Yeah. So you go to Hawaii. Yeah. This man preaches the gospel to you.
0: First thing he says to me is, Alan, how do you know right from wrong? Thought about it. Oh, very good question. I thought about it for five minutes. I finally answered and said, I just know. Mm -hmm. I I can't tell you how I know. And then he starts to explain the Ten Commandments and how God gave Mm. us commandments Mm. to teach us right and wrong. And, you know, that was a new thought to me. I never
1: thought about it that way. You know how C.S. Lewis found his way to God The great Oxford scholar. I don't. Well, he was on the uh, front line. He was in the trenches during the First World War. He was an agnostic. No, he was an atheist. And when he was out there, this British scholar, one of England's greatest scholars, pondered the question, why does man have an innate sense of right and wrong? This was the, the question. He wrote about this also in his book, Mere Christianity, mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. there is in every person an innate sense of right and wrong, and this said, he said, well, this has to go back to the source of truth. Right, And uh, that's how he found God. And so you found God. Did you find God in, in Hawaii? I did,
0: and at that point, I was receptive, but I was also very concerned, because uh, when I was a teenager, it was the age of the cult. Mm and a lot of people, including some people I was very close to, got caught up in cults. Mm. And the problem, of course, aside from the fact that they were teaching strange things, was that once you got in, it was very difficult to get of out. Of course, of course. And I was very cautious and you needed about to be getting into something that yeah. I couldn't get out of. Mm. So when, after we were studying the Bible and reading together and, and talking about God, I experienced the presence of God, that really took me by surprise. Mm. And I kind of had an argument with myself. Mm.
1: What's wrong with you, Alan? You're believing Uh this stuff. (laughs) Uh, You know what St. Augustine said, the great Roman Catholic theologian. He said, our souls were made for God and they cannot rest until they rest in Him. So in the heart of every man, there is a big hole and only God can fill that hole. And so God was filling up the hole in your life. That's true. And so today you are a Jewish brother, like all the brothers in the Bible, because they were Jewish people.
0: All the Bible writers except one were Jewish. Yes,
1: yes, that was probably Luke. Yeah. Um, All the gospel writers, with the exception of Luke. Greatest Jew, of course, was beside our Lord, was the great apostle Paul, the great scholar, who gave us the book of Romans. Jewish lawyer, man after my own heart. Yeah. G'day (laughs) said about the book of Romans, it is the greatest masterpiece that the human mind has ever conceived or realized. And so the Spirit of God took this Jewish mind, the mind of an attorney, a lawyer, one of the most brilliant minds in the history of the world, and produced the book of Romans. It's amazing, isn't
0: it, that Mm. God takes us
1: frail, faulty, sinful human beings. Tyndale said, It's good, glad, and merry tidings that makes a man's heart to sing for joy and his feet to dance. And that's the book of Romans that came from the mind uh, of a Jewish attorney, a mind that was inspired by the Holy Spirit. Amen. (laughs) What sort of work are you doing now? So for
0: 20 years, I have been privileged to serve as director of the Church State Council and to devote my career to the cause of religious freedom. And you live here in Southern California, no longer in the great city of New York. You know, it's a tough transition. We from all New have York. to
1: make sacrifices for the Lord.
0: Uh, but you can't <laughs> argue about the climate here. Can no, you? no,
1: no, 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 or the smog. The Church State Council. Have I got it right?
0: You do celebrating our 50th anniversary this year. mm -hmm. The oldest public interest and legal services uh, organization in the West devoted to religious freedom. So this consumes
1: you, this is your work. It is. Do you see, now I don't want you to rush this answer because it is a very important question. Do you see today that our liberties are being threatened here in the land of freedom in the United States of America? They are. But,
0: you know, we have to put this in perspective first, John, before we look at the erosion of our freedoms. Mm-hmm. 76% of the global population live in countries with little yes. or no religious freedom. That's almost all And as oh, we're the Middle sitting East. here, yes. you know, the Christian community in Iraq is decimated, mm. uh, being told that they have to convert or die. Mm. So. Uh, yes, we have our unique challenges here. Tell me here. more about this.
1: About- Tell me about the situation of our brothers and sisters and our Jewish brothers and sisters. Not We're not just talking about Christians. We're talking about Jewish brothers and sisters
0: well, in, in Iraq. The Jewish community um, was decimated uh, after the American invasion and the turmoil that came after the second Gulf War uh, there's virtually no Jews left in Iraq. What
1: a tragedy!
0: Um, some of the other nations where Jews, Middle Eastern countries, have emptied out their Jewish populations after the state of Israel was was founded. So uh, the diaspora that was that has been Judaism for 2,000 years is shrinking, and the number of countries that are receptive to Jews is shrinking. Anti-Semitism is on the rise in Europe. Um, uh synagogues being defaced in in countries like france and and violent attacks
1: i had the privilege of going to iraq on a a number of occasions and when i went to iraq uh, before the war uh, i had the privilege of preaching in a great christian church downtown that christian church is no longer there and virtually all of the christians have been chased out of that part of the world and sixty thousand christians have been forced out of the city of of Nineveh, the city of Mosul. Right. And we're going to talk, Alan, you and I, after the break, we're going to talk about religious liberty being threatened here also in these United States. And I want you to stay tuned because we're going to come back in a few moments. We've got here with us in our studio Attorney Alan Reinick. And we're going to be talking about your religious liberties and how they be, how they being threatened right here in the United States of America. Stay with us. Did you ever have a sense of destiny? Did you ever feel that God has put his hand upon you for some tremendous task, that you've really got a purpose, that God has called you for such a time as this? I have that sense, that conviction today, because God is opening up doors for us in Latin America. And in Latin America, my good friend, there's a revolution going on. It's not a revolution in the streets. It is a revolution in the hearts of men and women. That's why the Carter Report is going to go to El Salvador. We are renting an outdoor stadium with room for more than 60,000 souls. And we're planning a baptism on the Sabbath afternoon of more than 5,000 born again souls in El Salvador, in Latin America, where there's a revolution going on, where the Holy Spirit is being poured out. Don't you want to be a part of this great purpose, this great task, this God-designed outreach to Latin America. Would you please write to me, John Carter, Post Office Box, 1900, Thousand Oaks, California. Tell me, I'm going to support you. Write to me in Australia. Tell me, I'm going to support the preaching of the gospel. Write to me today and support the preaching of the Word of God around the world. But right now, in Latin America. Thank you and God bless you. Hi friend, welcome back to The Carter Report. This is an exciting program. It's dealing with religious liberty issues in the world today and especially here in the United States of America. My great guest is Alan Reinick, an attorney who defends the rights of individuals right here and who defends religious liberty. But before I talk to Alan, I wanna tell you upfront about this magazine. It's called Ebenezer. It is the magazine that The Carter Report puts out. It's full of great stories. Some of them may be a little controversial but that doesn't matter because it's all true. Here's an article, nothing too hard for God from Russia, an amazing magazine.